you know, here at Grown Man Watch Kid Shit, we listen to a lot of podcasts, not just podcasts like ours, but we also listen to a lot of other things that we think our fellow Grown Man Watch Kid Shit listeners might be interested in. For instance, Grave Talk. If you haven't heard of Grave Talk, Grave Talk has to be at least one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but what Grave Talk does is they do kind of what me and Jordan do. They sit down, they watch a horror movie. It's three really good friends who have a fantastic time breaking down the movie. And for me, it's my way of experiencing these movies that everyone is talking about without me having to go through the stress of watching it. Not to mention, they have a lot of nice behind-the-scenes information and tidbits about the movie. If you love a film, I'm pretty sure that they have done it. And if they haven't done it, they like to take suggestions like we do. We love those guys. We think you'll love them too. So I implore you, please give Grave Talk, the horror movie podcast, a try. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kid Shit. It's your boy, TJ. And I'm here with the one and only Jordan. How's it going, Jordan? I'm just blowing in the wind, fucking with dragons. How you doing, man? Oh, that was a stretch. That was a stretch on that (laughs) That ride. It was also an easy one because of the movie. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing good, man. How's your your week been? Oh, man, it's been good. I got a lot of work done. I did some freelance work last week. Uh, so that was good, you know, like, you know, provide some sort of value to the world, which is always great value to the world and value to your pocket. You know, every time someone says freelance or I talk about freelance or anything, I always think of like a bounty hunter. Well, I mean, that's, that's basically what it is. No, it is. And honestly, free, the word freelance, the, the first application of that word for me, TJ was the back of a Boba Fett, uh, trading card. Mm. The little Star Wars trading cards. And the first time I ever seen the word freelance was on the back of that. So every time I hear freelance, I just associate. And now we ever do that with words. Like every time I hear freelance, I see Boba Fett's head. Every time. I mean, that, it, that is a little weird. Mm. Um. <laughs> Should I get checked out? Is it some kind of synesthesia? You think? What is it? Is that what it's called? Synesthesia? Synesthesia. There you go. Synesthesia. <laughs> like that. So. Some kind of synthesized? Do I sound like a keyboard? Yeah. So yeah, is it some kind of synesthesia where like I associate words with images? You know, I don't know. That's huh. a that's real. I, I mean, you know, synesthesia is uh, synesthesiacs usually associate like colors and sounds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like words with images. I think that that's just like memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of work have you been doing though? Uh, I was I was helping out with uh, uh, with um, some playwrights. I was basically like a Zoom room moderator, 
where I just kind of mm-hmm. sat there and uh, I answered a whole bunch of questions. I, I was interfacing with about 40 playwrights uh, nice. on a daily basis for like two weeks. But, you know, a large part of my job was sitting into sitting in the Zoom room and as people got kicked off, redistributing them to the breakout rooms that they uh, that they need to go into. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was it was it was great. It was some good That's stuff. Nice. That's nice. But what and, and, and what kind of work did you say it was? Freelance. See, there he goes again. Just saw his ass again. Oh, you, oh it's, I'm, <laughs> test, <laughs> I'm testing it. You you testing mean? out the idea. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so Boba Fett pops in your head when it's like, how does this poor person make money? <laughs> pretty much, man. Pretty much. And it's funny because the Mandalorian show really capitalized on that, you know. But he um, made he made a killing. Like well, he would like it was literally it was, yeah. You know, it, it was the most. And I think you and I talked about this. It was the most video game a TV show had ever been because mm-hmm. it was like, hey, go do this fetch quest for me real quick, and then come back, and I'm going to make you a new set of armor for it and shit like that. Um, oh, it was yeah, it was very much that, and I, mm-hmm. I I I think that it was, you know, we could talk about the Mandalorian forever, but I think that it was actually Disney's attempt to see like, would this even work? Mm-hmm. And if so, I honestly think that season two is going to be way more cohesive because they're like, oh, yes. OK, cool. It does work. Yeah. yeah. I hope. I hope so, too, man. And, and I mean, some episodes of that show were hit or miss. But I mean, I, I at the end of the day, they, they tried something different with it. And, uh, you know, we're always you, you and me are always a fan of when people try to do different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How was your week, my friend? Shit. Um, uh, almost almost the same song different verse is that what they say but uh just kind of getting everything trying to enjoy this last sort of month of uh of summer before we go back you know prepping everything for the fall semester whatever the fuck that's gonna look like um it's gonna look like exactly what you're doing right now yeah. are you? <laughs> uh you know working on some projects get, get, getting some things done as far as all that's concerned we uh we got another bird um to try to keep uh so i think i've talked about uh, uh, my daughter's bird, uh, Stiff. Uh, mm-hmm. She named him Stiff, and 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 uh, is this little green parakeet. And uh, they're, they're they're social. We, we we try to be around them as much as possible. But I mean, we kind of decided, you know what? He needs a little friend. Um, and we came to that conclusion when we noticed he would just sit. We got him a little mirror for his cage, and apparently, you can read different opinions. Some people say it's bad. Some people say it's good. But he has, he doesn't move from that mirror perch and he would just kind of stare at it. And it was kind of sad. <laughs> so we're like, that, do, that does make me sad. Yeah. So like, we're going to, we're going to get him a friend and stuff. So we went and I didn't know this TJ, but it took us a while. Cause like the bird, like the bird market got hit. I guess. Well, it, I think COVID. it's like, it's like the, it's like the pet's. It's like, uh, you know, the the shelters in general, people are just like, oh, I have time. Let me go ahead and grab something else to take care of in my life. Right. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I need to feel purpose. Uh, but yeah, so so we got them and there's a stage. There's stages to it. Do you know what I mean? Like right now I'm looking at him right now and, and, and Stiff no longer stares at his mirror uh, as much. I mean, it's still it's, it's and we're going to get rid of it eventually. Once we move them into the same cage, but you have to have them in separate cages at first. For how long? 
like a, the process takes about a week because if you were just going to go ahead and put them in the same cage, they'd, right fight. Now, they'd fight. Yeah. So you got to let them get used to each other. We, uh, we picked out a blue parakeet named him Sam wise. Well, Kim named him Sam wise. Cause she's, she's all ate up over Lord of the Rings and uh, you know, Sam wise is like a good buddy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we're going to put them in the same cage. Cause man, these bird parakeets, you're supposed to be able to let them out and, and, and have them, you know, fuck around on your, on your hand and your shoulders and stuff like that. Um, you know, that'd be cool if we can get to that point, some, you know, with both of these birds, but, uh, but we feel, you know, feeling good about it. We did, we did something for, for stiff and, uh, you know, it's always a good feeling when you do something nice for an animal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You showed me, you showed me uh, a FaceTime of stiff. He was just mm-hmm. sitting there, his little head on the other side of the mirror, just staring at, <laughs> at yeah. Samwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's working out. So, um, and then we also got a Roomba. So we've been, we've been Roomba in every, every day. Um, you know, we named the Roomba Tink Tink, uh, I don't from know. Borderlands three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Borderlands three and a Cat Williams sketch, but, uh, yep. but yeah. So listeners, I don't know if y'all have Roombas, if y'all name your Roombas, you know, let us know what your Roombas names are, I guess. Um, you should follow, you should follow the Twitter account of the self-aware Roomba. Oh really? Is it that is, a thing? It's too good. It's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Everyone should follow that Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll 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 do that. I'll I'll do that right when we when we're done recording here. But yeah, and that's that, that's pretty much it, man. You know, just uh, still married, which is which is great. Um, you know, that's know. that's great. That's like yeah, a you know, considering that was like a new thing. Let's hope <laughs> that 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 like stay, that sticks for at least a month. Oh, know? it's sticking. Now it's we we got the tattoos and everything. This is this this is this is for real. <laughs> this is for real. Oh, good. <laughs> it's funny. I'll be like, I'll tell Ken. I was like, so if you ever want to call it quits, you have to hack my hand off. And she's like, you act like I wouldn't do that. And I was like, up. Oh, Hold on. (laughs) If she wanted out and she wanted out bad, she'd be like, all right, go ahead. Put it on this butcher block. Let's take care of this right now. At least you know where she stands. Like if if, if she brings home a butcher knife, you already know. You should probably start packing your bags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little, get a little emergency. What's, what's, what are those, what are those dumbass little, little, uh, 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 handkerchiefs at the end of a stick. Those little, what are those? Oh, like, like the, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You, <laughs> you like when characters would run away from the farm or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I man, I remember threatening. Do you ever, do you ever threaten to run away from when, uh, when you were a kid? All the time. Yeah, I remember. I, I never went nowhere. Yeah. Dude, I remember I, I remember I went so far I had my dad actually helped me pack oh. and <laughs> he was like all right boy you know and uh, and I, I, I went so far as to the end of the driveway and I I didn't know what happened <laughs> next I was like does someone come and pick me up do you know uh, but so I sat at the curb with my little with my little pack suitcase next to me just waiting for like hours and then i got hungry went inside and ate dinner and just 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 stayed you know so yeah yeah um cool well uh uh this week uh we watched pete's dragon yes from, um, from 2016 yeah yeah the 2016 the the live action well i mean the, the first one was live so it's just what the remake right i mean i think uh, i think we're yeah so- the first the first one like so the first one was like in that long line of like bed knobs and broomsticks, Mary Poppins, 
Mm-hmm. Pete's Dragon mm-hmm. was in there. These movies that have that have live action with cartoons on top of them, yeah, are yeah. in them and stuff like that. And like the, I think that like I was literally obsessed with those types of movies. But I think that the thing we're forgetting is that like ninety percent of live action movies are basically the same thing now, except for instead of hand drawn animation, it's just computer animation, right? Yeah, that that, that that's true. That's true. I mean, they're, they're, they're the whole CG Transformers franchise. Yeah, that's true. Oh man, it would. How awesome would that have been if the Transformers movies were like two D animated Transformers? I mean, it would have been better than the garbage we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess yeah. I, I I think, but these Disney movies have us so conditioned with like live action remake. You know what I mean? And I guess it's not. It's just, it's just a straight up remake of the of the nineteen seventy seven film of the of the same name. And and we thought it cool for this first segment uh, uh, to just sort of talk about our experience with that with that first one. You know, mm-hmm. with movies that have uh, that are either remakes or that are established franchises. We like to sort of talk about. Uh, uh, you know, the original or the source material or, or the franchise, you know, at the first segment here. So, yeah, we, we thought it cool to talk about sort of our experience with Pete's Dragon. Because, I mean, you, I agree, TJ, that it was sort of in the same companies like Bed Knobs and Broomsticks and um, goddamn uh, 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 Mary Poppins. Know, yeah, Mary Poppins. And, uh, and I'm also thinking of uh, some of the newer ones like Page Ma- Was Page Master Disney? I'm drawing a no, page ma- no, but Page Master was boss. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. But like, yeah, sort of these kind of unique. I call I always called them daycare movies because like they're movies <laughs> that we would watch <laughs> that we would watch at daycare, you know. Uh, but yeah, what was your what was your experience with 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 the original Pete's Dragon, uh, uh, TJ? Yeah, I mean, like. The, the original is something that I would watch all the time uh, because my mom had those, you know, those cl- those chunky VHSs from from Disney, you know, the ones clamshell. Yeah, I loved mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. I felt so I felt so great when she'd go to the grocery store and bring one back. I'd be like, oh my god! So I'd watch those movies. Like I watched the Black Cauldron and uh, the the Sword in the Stone, like this too. Right? I was right. just like, it's here. I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the one thing about the original Pete's Dragon is like it's a musical, and of all the musicals in my entire life I have ever seen ever, I can't remember one goddamn song from it. Yeah, yeah. The only the only song that I remembered. Full disclosure: after after we finished watching twenty the, this new one, we threw on the old one, but we skimmed through it. You know what I'm talking about? Just like skip through like little parts and stuff. And the only song that I remember from the childhood that I carried over was the It's a Brazzle Dazzle Day. Nope. Da, 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 da. You don't remember? <laughs> That's, that, that got, was it. And, and not, <laughs> not, not even that. So, so yeah. Uh, what, 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 what else do you remember? I mean, I, from it, I mean, did you, did you watch it like all the time? Yeah, but you know, even at home, it was I think kind of like a daycare movie. Like I put it on the back. I never paid attention to it as much as I did the other ones. Right. Uh, but yeah, I watched it all the time. I definitely uh, drove my parents crazy with it, and I also remember like there was this like cognitive issue where I, I issue I use issue in air quotes where I would confuse it with Pippi Longstockings because Pippi Longstockings mm-hmm. also like took place in like this coastal town and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was convinced that they like lived in the same universe, uh, which I don't it makes sense to me. 
Um, <laughs> like the, the the kid has an, uh, has a dragon that can turn invisible in this cartoon, and she has hair that if she spins it, she flies. Like yeah. I, I figured it, I figured it worked, but it was it was it was something that also showed up in like different ways, like you know, like like picture books or like compilation um, right. tapes. I had those Disney compilation tapes where they would show different clips from different Disney movies and play the songs and stuff like that. Although my oh, favorite yeah. one, my favorite one is the one that had Oliver and company in it. Uh, Cause Oliver and company had some bomb ass music. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I liked Oliver and company. Absolutely. Positively. Yep. <laughs> but I, I think that the big thing was that like Pete's dragon kind of introduced to me this like weird sort of subgenre of kids movies, which are the, Oh, you're stuck with a family member that's actually really terrible and mm-hmm. social services mm-hmm. doesn't exist. So therefore, like <laughs> you just have to figure out how to escape this through your mind, which, right. you know, look, looking back on it, it's all about cognitive dissonance and coping mechanisms. Um, wow, that's really dark. <laughs> yeah, damn. I mean, that's, that's what the original movie's about, right? Yeah. He's like trying to, he's trying to escape from, from these, from the these Gogans. family members. Yeah, the Gogan. Yeah, which are, um, the, the, there's actually quite a bit of differences between the original and the, and, and the remake. Uh, and, well, and, yeah, and, yeah, and the remake left songs. out, you know, basically the, the purchase, the, the purchase servitude. True. You know, which is like a big part of the first, oh yeah, we bought this boy to work on our farm. Excuse me? Excuse yeah. me, what? Yeah, yeah. Bought a little redhead boy, because you know that doesn't say anything about the indentured servitude of the Irish. I just, <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they even have. There's like a, there's like a, there's even like a song about it, like bill of sale or something like that. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that probably explains why there were such big changes, but you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, what about you? What about you? Yeah, I mean, so kind of, kind of, kind of the same thing. I mean, I it was one of those movies, TJ, where I've I, I watched it a lot uh, as as a kid enough enough to to cement certain visuals and certain um, you know uh, uh, moments in my head uh, uh, for forever. Uh, but as far as like the the whole movie, like there are certain things that I. You know, I, I I really can't can't recall. This also came to me at a time, and I don't know if you felt this way either. But this this movie came to me at a point where I I I like with this movie specifically, I didn't think anyone else knew about this movie. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, like, like I never showed it to friends. <laughs> yeah, I never showed it to. We never really talked about it. It was just kind. Of, I felt like it was kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 just something that I that that I knew about. Um, yeah, and I, I think Pete's Dragon was sort of our, our first uh, run in with with Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Uh, I, th- I think it's kind of everybody knew about it, but we just didn't. You know what I mean? We just didn't talk about it. Um, which was looking back on it, it's like I don't I don't know why because like man Elliot the dragon. I mean, talk about just just a perfect friend. You know, like an invisible a dragon that can turn invisible, a dragon that can fuck off when you want him to come back when you need something <laughs> he's big he can roast your apples which was one thing that fucked me up with this movie because i actually burned my hand pretty bad trying to roast an apple because i saw it on this movie see um, you know I, see huh. I, didn't, 
that never looked appetizing to me. I, man, roasted apples. I, I, maybe it's because I love apple pie. So I don't know. But like, there's that scene where Elliot burns those apples and like he tosses it down to Pete. And and the image where Pete is like kind of cradling the apple, like, oh man, it's kind of hot, but it's so delicious. Like that. That's an image that stuck with me. Um, and I'll have to track it, man, because I don't know. I don't know where this idea came from. I don't know if it was based off of a novel or what, or original, so whatever it is. But like the fact that Elliot could turn invisible, that had to be a budget thing, unless it's a. Oh, you're right. So they would they wouldn't have to draw him the whole entire time. Yeah, because I mean, really, I'd also like to track like, okay, how how often is Elliot actually seen in the movie? You know, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to go back. Like I said, man, we skimmed through just a little bit just to kind of be like, what did, I don't even remember, you know, a lot of stuff in this movie, but, but I, I'm interested to watch it again now just to kind of look at all these things. Um, but you know, I tried to, we, we had a gas stove and I tried to, I tried to heat up an apple on the, on the <laughs> gas stove, burnt my fucking hand. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But there's no uh, like sugar or cinnamon or anything that makes apple pie good I, in a man, roasted apple. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It just looked good in the movie, and I went to go. I went to go try it out. You know, um, that's, that's the most like. Then, <laughs> that's the was, most like northern U.S. poor <laughs> snack. Let me take this apple and just heat it up, and what then you, all of a sudden it's a treat. Yeah. What are you eating? A oh, burnt apple? Oh shit. <laughs> That looks delicious. I got some burnt fries. You want those too? You nasty fuck. Um, yeah, and then there was also that scene where Elliot's fucking with Pete's teacher, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and like does something, puts like a tack on her chair, or, or does something with her dress. Something. Like oh, that. don't tell me you did that mess. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fuck around like that. Uh, but yeah, man, it just just all all kinds of stuff like that. I will say. Uh, uh, I, 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 I ate crow a little bit uh, because uh, we were watching when we turned on the old one and Helen Reddy, the actress who plays uh, Nora in the original, you know, Pete's surrogate mom or whatever, uh, looks just like uh, old girl who plays Einhorn in, in Ace Ventura. Like to mm. me, like looks just like her. And without even sourcing it, without even whatever, I just said, hey, that's old girl from Mason Turin. Kim's like, no, it's not. I was like, yes. I tried, <laughs> tried to be like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I guess the timing didn't didn't add up. And it, for a second in my head, it did because this movie came out in '77. Mason Turin was like what early mid '90s or something. I was like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. be the same fucking person. But no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, again, yeah, Pete's Dragon. It, it was just one of those movies, man. That that it was it. You know, in an age where, you know, because we grew up in the heyday, we grew up in like the, what do they call it? The Disney Renaissance, right? I mean, we had yeah. Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and I mean, all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, uh, this was kind of the outlier, one of those Disney movies that was an outlier where it's like, you know, this is kind of, it's, it's, it's different, you know, it's, it's, it's the movie. It, what's that? Uh, so it's, it, it falls in line with, with those other movies that I watched, Sword in the Stone, The Black mm-hmm. Cauldron, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, even like Robin, I feel like Robin Hood was like the beginning of like this great time that they had. But like, it, it it's definitely, I, I, I don't know. I, it felt like when, you know, we talk a lot about how even with like PlayStation and stuff like that, they had a time where they just did weird stuff. Right. right. 
this felt like the time that Disney was just doing weird stuff, but it also feels like the time where Disney was not afraid to do like dark stuff. Because if you think about it, like the plot of Pete's Dragon in both of these movies is pretty mm-hmm. dark. Yeah, yeah. No, it it it, it is. Um, I mean, the the, the Gogans. I, I do remember the Gogans frightening me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, and not only do they look kind of all all fucked up, and and if I if I recall, one of them carries like a like a scythe or something. I don't know. The, the first time you see them and they're looking for Pete, I mean, they're brandishing fucking weapons. Like they're going to, you know what I mean? Like they're out for blood and stuff. Oh yeah. They're terrible people. Yeah. And, and I was, I was always afraid of like old ladies, you know, like, like, like evil old ladies in movies always creep me like snow, like, like evil queen and snow white. When she turns into the old beggar woman, forget about it. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's that scene where, where she's looking through the window and she's like, she's like narrating what she's doing, but she's looking directly at the audience it scares the shit out of me. Fuck it. Uh, like I'll, 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 I'll take on 15 Maleficence before I look at one of those old bitches again. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, I remember the 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 Gogan woman, um, uh, whatever her name is, uh, she she scared me, dude. And 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 I think too, on a deeper level, the idea that like someone, a kid, could be in the care of someone like that, mm-hmm. and people not care. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of the same way that I guess Annie. And like Miss Hannigan or whatever, kind of, kind of fucked me up too. Like just, just, just that idea of like kids, like, like, like you know, that that that's someone's child, and 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 now they're being looked after by by someone who like you know treats them like shit and stuff like that. I think it's the same thing. Like when we were talking about uh, Pinocchio uh, on on the Smallfoot episode, you know, where I was like. Getting really feeling really disturbed when those kids get turned into donkeys and stuff. One of them calls out for his mom. And said, I think just that that whole that whole idea just always kind of scared me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, yep, yep. I I get that a hundred percent. That because that makes sense. Yeah, but I'm trying. So I'm looking at just real quick for context. Yeah. I'm looking at so Pete's Dragon came out after the Rescuers, which we know is a bomb movie. Yeah. Uh, and after after Robin Hood, actually, did it really? It came after it came and after Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, yeah, and the Aristocats. Wow. So, like, I don't know, P- Peace Dragon is just like one of those for real outliers. Yeah, yeah. But what was the? Did it do? Did it do well? I mean, it did apparently. Like, so from from what I see, the budget was uh, ten million, and they grossed. Uh, at the box office uh, between 36 and 39.6 million, which at the time in 77, mm-hmm. it's a killing. Damn. I mean, the jungle book came out in 67. So, but then, so mm-hmm. there's this, I, well, I guess it's, it, I guess we have to look at it in the, in the realm of hybrid movies, right? Where it is right. mostly live action versus, you know, animation. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have Mary Poppins. We have bed knobs and broomsticks. We have peach dragon. Right. And then the next one mm-hmm. is Tron. So, Oh dude, honestly, fu- that was, that's one movie franchise. I, I, I don't get, 
I, I, I remember trying to watch the original one, all the new. I'm just like, I don't fucking understand. Like, why? Why, why, why is this even a thing? I, I don't I get it. I love Tron. I mean, more power to you. You know what I mean? But I just, that was just one one franchise, one property where I was just like, I don't I don't understand. Maybe it just didn't, didn't hit me. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, it's okay. We can't all be perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. So, and oh, and, and and I will say, you said wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, this movie, I think, was for a lot of kids. Their introduction to Mickey Rooney, um, who played Lampy, in, in in this one. Um, so at least that's that that's, oh, that's what I associate him with um so yeah yeah cool i mean so i got a question for you and actually i have another question for you but more so about the 2016 one so don't let me forget to ask that question uh okay this question now in terms of fictional dragons Mm -hmm, as opposed mm to the real dragon (laughs) in terms of dragons where does elliot fall for you he is number two. He's number two. Damn. Wow. No, that, that's high numbers, man. Um, yeah. Who's number one? Toothless. Toothless from uh, How to Train a Dragon is literally the best dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's so cute. Yeah. But then he can shoot stuff out of his face. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. Wow. Yeah, no, Toothless. What about you? Toothless is. I I have to I have to run through him, man, because I didn't really think about my answer when I answered you that. I, 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 so I think uh, he's high. He's he's high. He's high. Uh, some dragons that I think might beat him out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on 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 toothless. But I I think I think for me, my favorite dragon character uh, has got to be uh, uh, never any uh, Falcor. Um, that A fucking dog dragon that big piece old, of shit. That, <laughs> <laughs> I like, man. I like. I'm a luck dragon, you know. And you don't uh, do shit and, for nobody. <laughs> yeah, you didn't save a I horse from a marsh, you jackass. I, man, I just think. Falcor's How lucky are cool. you? And and I also think I also think uh, 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 Lucette, our great Pierdes, reminds me of of, of Falcor. So I, I don't. Okay, know, well that's I, that. Yeah. Okay, you're partial. Yeah. Uh, um, Fuck smile. I don't, I don't, I, that whole, I don't. I, I, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I ain't about that. Um, so I'm going to have to go, uh, uh, Falcor number one, uh, toothless, uh, uh, number two, uh, 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 uh Sean Connery, uh, for number three. You're um, stupid. And, <laughs> what, what was that dragon? <laughs> he voiced a dragon. In in Dragonheart, I can't think of the dragon's name. And then Elliot, number four. So El- Elliot, Elliot, Elliot's four for me. Um, and I, I love how I how we didn't say anything about the dragon from Shrek because she's just okay. Mm. We, you know, the dragons from Aragon, which that movie was terrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mushu, you know. Oh, uh, Mushu's um, up there. Yeah, he's up. Mushu's there up there. But then here's the thing: like, I wouldn't want to put Mushu in the dragon category. Because it's more of like who's the most lovable Disney sidekick of all time? Yes, he's that's a dragon. True. That's true. But he serves more of that Disney sidekick thing, right? Yeah. No, that's 
No, that's a that's a good point. And and honorable mention, I mean you can't I mean when Maleficent when she turns into a dragon, that like that jack that oh, yeah. Up. <laughs> you know I think oh, everybody's yeah. seeing it for the first time like oh, holy you know <laughs> just they're like, Oh no, yeah, she did not. Oh yeah. just she she really did. Yeah. Oh no. Uh and of course the the dragons from from, from Game of Thrones, but I, I just get sad when I when I when I think about think about those. Uh well, they all die, right? Yeah, like two of them do, and one of them gets brought back as a zombie, and the other one. Was, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't really fuck with Puff that much. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what what was that? Just a song? Was it a show? It was a. What it was, was like was a it? children's. It was like a children's um, thing. I don't mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. like a, I had the like I went to the library and I got the record and it had like the little book inside and stuff like that. I mean, I don't. I I don't fuck with Puff either because I'm constantly looking for jobs. But <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there, man. Um, and oh, and it's funny we were talking about Page Master because I remember the dragon and Page Master creeped me out. Um, remember? Oh he, yeah, he had, and, and, and fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that long ass fate. I don't know. Just just really really kind of creepy. So yeah, you know, dragons are cool. Um, uh, Elliot definitely up there. I think Elliot is aside from aside from Falcor, because uh, I'll admit, I mean, he might be my favorite. Falcor is goofy. I think Elliot, I just like goofy things. I guess Elliot, Elliot, Elliot's definitely one of, if not the goofiest dragon. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just, just his body shape and, and, uh, and I ain't trying to shame anybody, you know what I'm just saying? Like he's, it's the, he's, he's one of the least dragon looking dragons. Who, Elliot? Yeah. Falcor. Okay. I'm saying Falcor too. Like Falcor and El- like, they're both kind of goofy, you know, at least Falcor like resembles like a, like a Chinese look. A dog. Fa- no, Falcor <laughs> resembles a freaking freaking Great Dane. Or something. <laughs> no, no. But Elliot, no. Elliot, I will, Elliot, I will fight you on that. Elliot's, Elliot's got that, got that uh, pink, uh, uh, little, 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 little Three Stooges looking, looking haircut, and uh, and uh, you know, just a, just a, just a big jolly, jolly old soul, and whatnot. But uh, true, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, old Elliot, but I mean, like you know, new Elliot. Oh, looks, new. Oh, looks, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not talking about. Yeah, new. The new Elliot. I want to save that for. I'm talking about like old original. You know, I'm talking about 1977 Elliot. Mm-hmm. Uh, new, new Elliot is is on a, on a whole other level, which we'll, we'll we'll get to. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for indulging us in our in our in our in our dragon. Uh, uh, talk. Uh, we, dragon tales. Yeah. Dragon. We, we we'd like to know. I, w- I want to pose a question uh, for the for the listeners. If I if 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 I could, uh, we'd like to know what your uh, obscure, uh, uh, for lack of a better expression, daycare movie uh, 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 is. So you know, any Disney movies or non Disney movies, whatever movies that like. We all know it's Land Before Time one through seventeen. <laughs> Man, when Littlefoot's mom dies, that still fucks me up. Um, oh man! See, here's the thing. I'm a, like, when when mothers die in movies, animal mothers, mm-hmm. like, it has to hit at the right point in the movie, or else I don't care. Yeah, like I didn't cry when Baby's mom died. I was like, okay, I I didn't either. But that's because growing up, growing up with hunters and stuff. Um, when I remember watching the movie for the first time. And watching that scene with my dad and my dad being like, 
always shoot the baby. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, because apparently, I don't know, dude, apparently Hunter Logic, like, if you're ever in that situation, he was mad at that Hunter in that movie. Because if you kill the mother. Because you're leaving the baby by itself. Yeah, and it's yeah gonna, you're killing yeah. both. And I, and, and I remember at an early age when my dad said that, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> who is my dad talking about shooting baby deer? But, but yeah, he was saying like, you know, cause the mother's going to forget, going to go off and have another baby. You know what I mean? Like it's, it like, it's nothing. But if mm-hmm. you kill the mom, then you, you essentially killed, killed both of them. Um, yeah. Just a hunter logic, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, well, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, listeners, there was a question in there some some kind of way. Uh, so your obscure movies that you used to watch (laughs) at daycare or at you know your your mima's house or Mm -hmm. whoever watched you that movie that um, you know is probably it's not good, but probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Repeat. And the most obscure gets an obscure prize. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> we're good at figuring things. Uh, like like now, I figure is a good time to to take a break and go and go get our drinks and stuff. So it's a great time. Yeah. It's a fantastic uh, yeah. time. All right, so some yeah. might call it Miller time, but well, ain't nobody drinking no Miller. But no, you know, only golfers drink that shit. Um, yeah, and we know how we feel about them. That's <laughs> yeah. All right, listeners, go 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 grab your drinks. We're gonna we're gonna do the same unless you're driving. You know. Um, you know, in which case, maybe you know, grab your water or your or your snapples or whatever. Uh, TJ knows all about snapples. You need uh, to get off of me and my snapples. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all back here when we talk about the 2016 version of Pete's yes. Dragon. We'll see you right back here. See y'all. Bye. And we are back. If if you guys notice a little bit of audio difference in the like the last five or ten minutes of the first segment that's because some have a mic peter it went to the internal mic all sorts of weird stuff happened but we got that fixed for here for now yeah it was crazy man we started communicating with like ghosts from the past and shit it was uh it was nuts <laughs> so we we had to we had to do something about that yeah so jordan what are you drinking uh i i uh, uh buddy old pal i'm, I'm drinking uh, a dapper devil uh that same sour raspberry uh, Belgian style ale. It's the last one, uh, and 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 uh, Kim 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 agreed that I could drink it so long as I go get her more. So, um, so yeah, that's what that's what I'm sipping on. What about you? Um, real quick before I forget, uh, last night I had um, I had a pineapple upside down cider, uh, uh, a sour. Ooh, it was pineapple good. upside down sour. Mm-hmm. Damn, it was tasty. That does sound pretty tasty. And it it wasn't super sour, but it still like it tasted like it tasted like on the verge of pineapple cider. Which fuck mm. do I love pineapple cider? But um, yeah, it was I really never good. Had it. Um, so yeah, full disclosure uh, to everyone, um, I have therapy right after we record, so I decided not to drink alcohol. So I'm drinking a watermelon lemonade Snapple. Uh, so good, good, yeah, pro- properly good idea to not go into into therapy like. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Doc. <laughs> and it's and it's group therapy too, so it'd just be a whole bunch of people just like mm-hmm. uh, 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 which you know, I, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. I advocate for therapy. Um yes, absolutely. Uh, I do too. Yeah. I, I mean yes, grown men watch kids shit, we advocate for therapy. 
<laughs> so if you guys happen to see one of those like better health therapy ads start to pop up, that's because we have sought it out and we've <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and we, we think- actually I actually have an idea, TJ. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, actually I mean I haven't had this for very long. In fact I've only had it for about thirty seconds now. But uh Grow Man Watch Kitchen, if we wanted to start our own therapy business, we can call it talk that shit. Talk that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And we can rework the logo where it's like us just like listening. You know what I mean? <laughs> Our little cartoon selves yeah. with in front in front of an empty couch, and we're just yeah. like, hmm, and we both have glasses on. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, my Talk therapist does shit. have glasses, so you know, I'm like, yeah. hmm, mm-hmm. look at you fitting the bill. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but but great. So we are talking about, like we said before, the 2016 pete's dragon which is the remake that that's kind of in the same vein as the as the jungle book where they strip out all the songs and they they go for this more realistic grittier more heartfelt thing and you know what honestly from from, i so like most movies i watched it before jordan did and i texted him i said this movie's pretty thin on plot but what it's thin on plot it like packs full of heart and yeah um, yeah and that, that that was one of my takeaways too uh I think not having the music, um, first helped off, it. We, yeah, helped it. And also, I mean, we don't, and, and, and I kind of want to get on this a little bit later when we talk about the, the specific characters and stuff, but like, these really aren't characters that are going to fucking break out in song, you know, they're not, Mm-mm. they're not as, they're not as like cartoony and, and they're, they're, they're not caricatures, do you know what I mean? And, and I think it would have done this movie a disservice. It's, it just didn't fit. Uh, uh, with with the tone of this movie, so but yeah, taking out the songs and, and making it a little more more realistic, um, I thought I thought helped. But um, but yeah, uh, oh another uh, key difference is uh, uh, whereas the nineteen seventy seven version took place uh, in the northeast, this takes place in the northwest. So we mm-hmm. have two completely different coasts, uh, a different sort of sort of feel, which I think um, you know you just replace lighthouses with big old trees. Uh, and you essentially have, <laughs> you know what I mean, a new coast. Um, I thought did first off marketing for this movie, like that poster with Elliot hiding behind that big old tree in the forest. Like I thought the the, the, the this movie's beautiful. It is. Um, it is. And, and that that's one thing I want to say from the jump is that like I think that to to its benefit and also its detriment like it's shot so beautifully that it made me question like tone but we'll get there yeah yeah so uh so yeah but we're on a completely different coast uh we open uh in 1977 w- which i thought was cool uh mm-hmm, this movie mm-hmm. starts the year that the original movie you know what i mean came out uh we have uh we have a young pete younger than 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 in most of the movie we he's uh, he's what about 5 Five years old. He's on a road trip with his, he's with four. his parents. Is he four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere on there. Uh, he's on a he's on, he's on the road trip with his parents. Sitting in the back, he's reading this book uh, uh, that has uh, uh, a, a family on a camping trip. I think it's the, what the book's called. Elliot gets lost or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the dog's name, the family dog's name is is Elliot. So immediately we're sort of clued in on. Uh, 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 visually, sort of some of the some of the themes and and, and obviously the, the naming of, of the dragon and stuff like that, uh, uh, really early, uh, and um, yeah, immediately when I when we got this, I was like, we're gonna see these parents die, aren't we? 
Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and we do, uh, there's a deer, uh, that, that, that comes out in the middle of, of the road. It's a, it's a, it's a CGI deer, which I just want to say at the top here, the CGI is so good. It is so good. And honestly, uh, there were moments where I was like, is that CGI or is, or is, or is that mm-hmm. a real animal? Um, but I, I'm of the, I'm of the person, I'm of the type where I never get mad when I can tell an animal is CGI because I'd much rather than that than actually get the real fucking animal. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. hundred like, percent. Um, so, so movie studios, you know, whatever, like keep, keep, keep doing these CGI animals when you can. It, 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 it beats, it, it sure beats having a real animal on set where you got to potentially, I don't know, put it in situations that it shouldn't be. Um, so yeah, but they, they, they swerve a deer, they swerve a deer, they swerve to avoid <laughs> swerving a deer. Sounds like a sexual thing that I don't want to What you doing? Oh girl, I'm yeah, swerving, I'm that, swerving deer. that deer. <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they swerve to, to, to miss this deer. And, and the, and this shot was really cool. It was a little artsy for my taste, but I did. I, like, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it, it it's it's from inside the car, and you see the car, either the car flips, and then all the shit you know flies, and, and and Pete goes upside down and stuff. But and the great he, thing about this shot is that Pete is actually staying centered, and on like he stays in his position, and everything spins around him. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was beautiful about this shot is because it gave us a full picture of like his reaction. Which little Pete, bruh, who are you? Because you you acting yo yeah. ass off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Levi yeah. Alexander, like I was just like, that, yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah, because like his face went from his face went from like what's going on to complete horror in that like yeah. fifteen seconds. I was like, this is yeah. it was a gorgeous shot, and I and I remember, it and it gave me enough time for my jaw to drop and be like, this is not happening. I hate yeah. this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was in and, and, and yeah, it was a beautiful shot, and and uh, you know, uh, uh, his parents unfortunately, you know. Uh, uh, perish in this car crash and I, I couldn't shake the thought I was like man did they even see Star Wars you know um, <laughs> your priorities yeah I'm, I'm saying I mean 77 it's like I hope they saw it before they died you know I couldn't imagine dying without knowing what Star Wars was you know no but you know if you don't know what Star Wars is then it's not that hard to imagine better to have loved than lost and never to have loved at all I mean, I guess. Yeah. Any which way, so 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 Pete Pete cr- uh, crawls out of the out of the wreckage and stuff, and 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 uh, all alone and, and scared and stuff, and 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 we get our we get we get our first glimpse of Elliot, and that's one thing that I really fucking appreciated about this movie. They didn't tease, they the didn't Elliot wait reveal. No, they're like, this is what this movie is, man. This movie's called Pete's Dragon, and we're gonna show you Pete's Dragon from the from from the jump here almost almost from the jump um and and so elliot greets pete in in the forest he uh, saves him it, from wolves yeah that's right and 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 the, and the two go off and and i'm gonna say right here uh the design of of 2016 elliot uh definitely trumps uh 77 elliot for me but uh, it still but it still has some of that like kindness in the face which i thought was really like i still saw hints of the of the 77 elliot sure in the face sure no it totally does and and honestly it it reminds me of um the kind of the same thing where they they did with trico in in that game the last guardian mm-hmm. where it it looks like it's a it's a it's a it's a monster for lack of a better word but it has this this softness to it it has this 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 Elliot 
this this might be one of my favorite like dragon designs. Um, I just I just yeah. think it's really cool, man. Uh, so immediately I'm just like, this opening's great. It has that cool shot. We get Elliot from the jump. Uh, Elliot looks great. Oh, and Elliot has this thing too, where like he's green, but then whenever he's touched by someone who loves him, yeah, he turns into like a brighter green. So they play with that throughout the movie, which I thought was a really cool uh, uh, device. Uh, and then again, Levi up here slamming it because there's a moment where he has to look back. He's like, do I step into this dragon's hand and go mm-hmm. away? Or do I mm-hmm. wait for my parents who, like, he knows what's happened to his parents. And he, that look of that child who turns around and he's crying. I yeah. was just like, oh, my heart. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, no, it was, it's, it's. Man, um, yeah. So this opening was 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 spot on, um, and Pete obviously names Dragon Elliot after the after the the dog in the book, and then they they go off together, and then we get uh, a jump of, of six years. So now we're we're in we're in eighty three, um, which again, I you know what I mean. I, I I thought was cool. It was cool to set this. Yeah, I, I just I, I I like it when things are because here here's here's what I like about uh, the '70s and the '80s. TJ, I'm gonna tell you, is that it? They're just those are two decades that are just primitive enough, right? We, like we, we don't have to worry about the storytelling things around cell phones and GPSs right. and right. but but they're contemporary enough to where it doesn't feel like you have to do a lot of explaining in the storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, it exists in that in that in that sweet spot. Um, so I and I and I really really appreciated it. And they 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 early eighties the shit out of this out of this movie from the cars uh, to the to the you know clothing. I mean everything. It was it was. It was Can really I also fun. say that I have this uh, every time I see cars from the seventies and eighties in movies, I actually get a little sad because I'm like mm. we're probably like 15 years away from those not being able to be used in movies anymore. You think? I mean like uh, I mean you're talking about like like the like the working cars not Yeah, being like able the, to- like the working ones, the ones that are in like really really good condition that they don't have to like because mm. at some point in time, you know, studios going to be like, "Oh, you want to have this in a neighborhood with mm-hmm. on a cul-de-sac and all of them have to have vehicles that move because of this like it's going to mm-hmm. become like it's mm-hmm. just going to be this insurmountable cost when, right. when i know like with jarhead whenever jarhead shot in san antonio they were asking people to like hey if you have a muscle car like come to this parking lot which yeah, is great yeah. but you can't do that like for every movie so I, I don't know it's just a it's just a growing concern when i looked at yeah. when i look at these movies that i'm like at some point in time these things are going to get like harder to do which is like now even model t cars are a lot of them are cgi you know mm-hmm. that's a good point and and just now right here now uh you've ignited a, a desire uh within me to go like research like automobiles and film and like what the because yeah i never because i just recently watched road to perdition that movie oh, so fire, good. by the way y'all so yeah good. listen to, like if you haven't like go watch that it's on netflix right now like it's fucking amazing but it's set in the 30s and that came out what in two thousand two, two thousand three, something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of them old crank cars that that they're using. But but then again, I wonder like how much of those are original. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And how much of those are 
oh, we're just going to put this on a trailer and drive it through. Yeah, it, that, that's a really interesting point. I mean, you think know? about when you watch The Great Gatsby, the new Great Gatsby. Like that car, like there's what, I two cars it. in that? Oh, I well, it, it's yeah. okay. There's like two, <laughs> if, I rem- if I remember, there's like two cars in that movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I know that like cars were like a sign of wealth and, and opulence at that time. But still, it's like there would be more mm-hmm. than two cars. I don't know. It's just a, just thought. I know it's a tangent. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, I get. I get sad when I see those cars because, like, I, I just look at the cars nowadays and it's like, man, like, our cars don't have character anymore. You know what I mean? No, like, I want just, a fucking old station wagon so bad. Yeah, yeah. Wood panel yeah. ass, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, give me one of these big-ass boat cars. You know what I mean? Like, you can fit a family of eight and still have room for your, you know, fucking lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, them birds get along. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so we're in, in, we're in 83 now, uh, and we're in the town of, of Millhaven. Um, and it's called that because they become a milling town. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, yeah, a bunch of lumberjacks fucking around doing lumberjack things. Uh, you know, I was like, Hey, it's the brony man, you know, like it was a bunch of, you know, um, uh, <laughs> you sound like your ass in the middle of the Amazon. This yeah. is- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we have uh, we're introduced to to Robert Redford. Oh, Robert Redford narrates uh, uh, sort of the opening of this movie. He's, he's carving mm-hmm. up this box that has all these dragons on. He's a woodworker, and we all know that old woodworkers got nothing but time and stories on their hands. And his uh, name is Meacham, which also yeah. Like if I meet a guy named Meacham, no, you're just gonna, you're gonna if your name's Meacham, you're either an old dude like this who's gonna talk my ear off, which okay, that's totally cool, or you're some like snively like boss's kid who's like but here's the thing meacham is his last name and you know what his first name is in the in the cast in the Hmm. credits Hmm. mister (laughs) ain't that some shit um this is mr meacham okay mr meacham yeah yeah i bet he says hey i'm mr meacham nice to meet you you know uh yeah me Uh, Like you just call someone shoot this man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, uh, uh, he, 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 he entertains the, the kids, the youths, you know what I mean? Around the town with these stories of dragons. So apparently, uh, uh, Mr. Meacham, uh, back when he was just a regular old Meacham, uh, back when he was a, when he was a kid, uh, Lad Meacham. yeah, apparently saw a dragon and, and, you know, telling about it and then to talk about it and all these other sorts of things. And then his daughter, who is the town. Grace Meacham. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is a forest ranger, uh, comes out and she's like, dad, you know, you fucking around with these kids again, telling them stories and stuff. You know, you, you told you, you got to lay off that. <laughs> you got to lay off that, that we, uh, no, she don't say that, but, but yeah, she's, she just says, are you, you know, these Tell are all them stories. Lies. These are all made up. Yeah, yeah. You're selling them a pack of lies, Pop. <laughs> I really, I really wish this this movie script, like the dialogue, was rewritten to like the old timey fuck lines. But anyway, yeah. Tells tells her, you know, I've been up and down these woods. I know these woods like the back of my hand. I've never seen a dragon. There's no such thing and stuff. And then of course, Robert Redford's like, shut the fuck up and go to work, you know. So so she goes, she leaves, uh, and then we're also introduced to. Uh, two brothers uh, in this town. Uh, we have Gavin uh, and Jack. Gavin and Jack. Gavin played by Carl Urban, uh, and then uh, uh, Jack played by Wes Bentley. 
um, both two two great actors. I mean, the cat. I thought the cast was 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 really solid in this. I think so too, and I think that that's what made up. I, I think that they. I don't want to say made up, but I feel like this was one of the few scripts I was like, oh, this just gave them room to like act. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Gavin, obviously being the risk, uh, Gavin was sort of set up as the villain, pseudo villain. We'll get we'll get to that a, a, a little bit. Uh, he's, he's a villain, but we'll, we'll... Uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, so but he's set, set up that way so easily because uh, because he's like, oh, we got to cut these these trees down and, and they're like, Oh, did Jack say you could? And he's like, fuck Jack. And I was like, Oh, pretty guy. much. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> rule breaker. You're a bad guy. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, we have, so, so, so those, are the, those, are the characters and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then we're, we're, we're shown, uh, 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 uh older, older Pete, um, still, still young, uh, but looking like, looking like Mowgli, uh, you know, fucking which is, in the woods. I was, so I was, I, so this is when I crossed my arms because I was like, okay, how many times is Disney going to use the feral boy trope, right? Because yeah. we have it in Tarzan, we have it in Jungle Book, now we have it in Pete's Dragon, mm-hmm. and feel like, mm-hmm. and I, I was worried that they were just going to lean in on that. Which honestly, this movie is basically like the book of the Jungle Book put on top of Pete's Dragon. Yeah, but, that's which right. I'm not, which I'm not upset about. It's just that I, I was like, "Is is this the most interesting choice?" Mm-hmm. No, that's um, right because they 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 do take they do take Mowgli and like can indoctrinate his ass basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, without well, I, without like the murder and stuff at the end of it, right? Right, right. But I because I because the the live the the original live action remake mm-hmm. of the Jungle Book focused on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. That movie was live, dude. Like what? I remember watching that, being like, "I didn't know this ain't this ain't what I thought it was going to be." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I man, now, now I want. Now, I want. That's got to be on Disney Plus. Was that? Was that a? I, I don't think it was a Disney movie. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here thinking because I know the Jungle Book, the property got split because I remember the Disney, the John Favreau remake came out around the same time as a new remake or another mm-hmm. remake that Andy Circus did mm-hmm. that I think went straight to yes that's that's a weird property man I guess those those old those old tiny properties probably belong to a bunch of different studios and stuff like that um but yeah um man that first so one yeah. was fucking but cool. yeah so I'm um, so yeah I, it, yeah it was uh but yeah. so yeah I you know I was kind of like man uh <laughs> do something new but then they have the fact that like Pete like sees Grace and is like interested in her right away which I thought Grace was kind of interesting yeah Grace being the daughter of Wes Bentley's character uh Jack no uh, no Gra- Grace is the park ranger oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm thinking I'm thinking Natalie um, yeah but I like yeah. the fact that like he had he they had Pete like insert himself into the story really quickly. At least that story by stealing her compass, uh, which I, mm-hmm. I which I knew was going to tie in because there's this whole thing about like the dragons live in the north and this like a, a actually really great little sea sea shanty that's at the beginning of the movie. Oh um, yeah, that was. Pretty I, cool. And they did a really good job of like steering away from making it about environmentalism, which I thought that they were about to go into, but like, mm-hmm. um, like Pete notices that the trees aren't there. And so, like, I felt like they did a really good job of establishing the same stakes as far as like what they the the what they care about between Pete and 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 Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's and not only that, but like Pete talked. Uh, 
which is I felt like uh, and he was pretty eloquent for you know a ten year old who's been by his goddamn self. Yeah, who told um, him? Yeah, I don't know. He reading the same book over and over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I but I, I I think that the one thing that made this feel different is that uh, at least what I felt like in the Jungle Book, I always felt like Mowgli at the end of the day could fend for himself, right? I always mm-hmm. felt like Tarzan could obviously fend for himself, right? right. Uh, where I felt like Pete was actually dependent on on Elliot. Yeah, right. and the and and like the things that he provided Elliot were companionship and like this bravado that he's going to protect him and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think they established that really quickly in the part where uh, there's a bear that comes up and Pete he roars at the bear, but it's actually the bear running away from the fact that Elliot's right behind him, right? And so, yeah. I, so I thought that like that was a big enough difference for me uh, to to say like okay i'm okay with this whole feral thing because he's actually not independent in this mm-hmm. case right yeah no that, that that's a good point and 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 you know the movie i think does a pretty good job of establishing this layer of, of pete's character where he like as long he, he's he, he he's bulletproof he's invincible you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and and there's this there's this scene where uh uh Whenever early on, when 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 uh, uh, Mowgli, Pete, and Elliot are fucking around, and 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 Pete jumps off a cliff, just just willy nilly, just dives off that son of a bitch, and then Elliot just come, he knows Elliot's gonna gonna save him, you know. Uh, so so that that dynamic, you know, what I mean, bet- the, the, that friendship dynamic, I thought was was an interesting one for them to play with, and and, and they kind of did sort of sort of Pete. Like, cause what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, like you're, 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 you're four years old, five years old, whatever it is. And, 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 you know, you lose your parents, you immediately you get taken by this, by this, by this dragon friend, you know, at mm-hmm. your most vulnerable and this dragon who is larger than life, who can do anything, you know what I mean? Who takes care of you, who, who, who all these other sorts of things, you have to develop a sort of complex. Um, and, and, and I thought that it did a good job of, of, of showcasing that. Yeah. hundred um, percent. It's so, and, and, and how, yeah. And how that uh, uh, impacts the the newfound relationships that that this movie explores. Um, one of them being uh, so so with, with the adult characters we have we have Grace uh, uh, and and we have uh, uh, Jack uh, West Bentley's character and they're shipped uh, so they're they're in a relationship and and Jack has a daughter uh, uh, named Natalie. Um, and Natalie, uh, uh, and then Pete sort of form relationship. So Nat- Natalie, uh, uh, you know, sees Pete and stuff like that. And, and what is it? She, she tries to climb up, climb up a tree. Like he climbs up a tree and then she goes to climb up a tree after him. And, uh, she don't and, do so well. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she doesn't at all. Uh, so she falls, uh, uh, which typically that's the result when you don't do well in climbing a tree. You either fall or you fucking stuck. I don't know. But you know what the thing is? Things. They did a really good job of making sure she didn't fall from like such great heights. Um, oh, God. Yeah. It was a postal service yeah. reference. No, I know that. I know that. Uh, moving <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, so she falls uh, and uh, and obviously getting everyone's attention because Jack's like, oh, shit, my daughter. Uh, and, uh, and, and and they run uh, over there. They They see Pete. And then Pete tries to run away and is accidentally knocked unconscious by uh, bad guy Gavin. Uh, Which bad Gavin, also, f- uh, fuck Gavin. And the, like, yeah. don't grab random. T- stop it. 
Stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Do not grab me by my foot. Don't yeah. you don't yeah. you don't know me like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, El, uh, and then 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 what he he gets taken and then Elliot the Grace like oh so, so Grace is set up pretty early on as like if you're familiar at all with the original Beats Dragon you kind of know that grace is sort of the Nora of this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the archetypes that this story, uh, uh, has, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, so grace is going to be the surrogate mother. So, so automatically her character is, is, is filled with these sorts of things and decides to kind of find out where, 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 where's the boy come from? What's going on? Cause he sure as shit ain't the kid of a dragon cause dragons don't exist. Uh, and then, uh, Elliot is, is looking around for Pete. He can't find him. Um, and uh, and then uh, he ends up uh, uh, we, we're, we're at the lumber camp because because this is another thing that I found is ha- that I thought interesting with this movie is how quickly Elliot is revealed to other people. Yeah, which you know it brings it, it makes the movie more exciting and it yeah, actually yeah. and it actually it actually brought in uh, eventually we get what I feel is like. The, one of the few live action chase sequences that I was like, this would make a good theme park ride. Um, oh yeah. Your, your theme park scale. Yeah. Um, my theme park scale. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that the introduction of this, and this is why I think Gavin is a bad guy is because of this. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, P, uh, we'll Elliot that. is introduced because he's looking at the, he's looking at the lumber camp and he's mm-hmm. leaning over a tree and the tree falls and everyone's like, what the hell was that? Yeah. So a, tr- uh, a tree, a tree falls in Brooklyn or wait, a tree grows in, well, whatever the fuck. Yeah. A tree, a tree falls. <laughs> a tree falls. Yeah. And, 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 and what everybody it? hears it. Yeah. And Gavin immediately pulls out a gun. Like, I yeah, remember let's go hunting. Gun. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know. First off that thing, knock, you realize how tall these Pacific Northwest trees are to knock over a tree like that. No equipment, no nothing. I'm not, I'm not hunting a damn thing. You know, um, right. and but he 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 has his he has his his buddies. You know what I mean? That are just all gung ho and you know probably probably you know rip roaring off of a thirty pack of Keystone Ice or some shit like that, just ready to <laughs> ready to go after something. Um, yeah, and 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 yeah. So and then they they go up uh, uh, and Gavin and and, and and his cronies and stuff. They go trying to trying to find uh, Elliot. Um, and then, uh, we're also shown, uh, Pete waking up in a, in a hospital. Um, and then, and then he runs out and, and, and he tries to, you know, go back to where he came from, uh, you know, back to the forest and he's, you know, encountering the town and, 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 you know, all the weird things and, and all these other sorts. So we have a fish out of water, uh, sort of scene here that is set to, uh, Lumineer's song. Uh, and, and when this came on, I, I texted you and I was like, Lumineers, best live action Disney movie. Ever. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, they couldn't get John Mayer. So they got, they got, Lumineer. um, we have, uh, we have, then we have Gavin, uh, and, 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 and his buddies, uh, this is where they find the tree, right? They, they, they find like the find, tree house. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Ellie and Pete sort of live in this, it's, it's a, it's a tree house with a tree that looks like no other trees you know around it's this very telling it, it's very uh, it's very pandora esque yeah yeah you talk about avatar not that box oh yeah okay, yeah cool. avatar cool uh same page 
yeah, so at this point, Elliot just, just, oh wait, no, it's not here that he, I know he reveals himself. How does this scene go? I know he reveals himself to Gavin. Oh, at no, because Gavin goes into the cave. That's right. That's right. Gavin yeah, goes he, into the cave and, and he sees and, that book. He sees the book and he's like, and it says this book belongs to Pete. Um, and he's like, oh, this little kid and stuff. And then uh, there is this, is this the chase scene you're talking about? Your, 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 no, your, this your, was, this was a really good one. This one actually like felt on the verge of Jurassic Park, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. realness where they were running through the woods and they weren't sure where he was. Cause he was turning invisible. He was turning visible. He was, like he snatched up the truck at one point, and like mm-hmm. he bent Gavin's gun, which thank you. Like yeah. it, 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 and and it just felt like, and they were all really afraid, and it was still like the music was like this nice mix between like action packed, but also lighthearted enough to be like you could laugh at them, um, right? Which I, it fit the tone that the movie was shot in perfectly, yeah. which I think is one of the movie's greatest strengths. It still balances like the seriousness of Pete's situation, the seriousness mm-hmm. of the idea that Elliot might get caught and killed with the lighthearted nature of like, Oh, he's still a kid or like True. these things are kind of silly that are happening. Right. Um, and, and still leaves room for heart. But yeah, this was, this was all this does is that it confirms to get uh, to Gavin that like, Oh, dragons are real there's a dragon in there and this little boy has been staying with the dragon yeah yeah and again i just really appreciated that they did this so early um you know that they to have a character like gavin now know the same thing that meacham and pete knows um you know what i mean to bring that kind of character in the loop I thought it was a really interesting choice to do so early on. Um, and, uh, and again, just sort of it, this movie sort of took my expectations and, and, and tossed them out the window at every, you know, every, every, every chance it got. Um, and yeah, also it was essentially the live action equivalent of the frog catcher scene, princess and the frog. Right. Um, which which was because they would get that truck and, and, and haul off. And I will say parents out there, because uh, I think every time a gun is brought up in a movie like this, it's worth us, you know what I mean, talking about. Uh, TJ, it, it, it is great. the gun gets bent really early on. And and from from my recollection, not a single like bullet gets fired. No, they never fire any any live rounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guns do make their way back later on, but they make it very clear as to what type of guns they are. And yeah. Like yeah. That, so. Yeah. So yeah, for those of you who are concerned about that, which, you know, uh, it's, you it's absolutely viable. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, just know that the gun thing is very brief and it gets, it gets out of the picture very quickly. Um, yeah. So, uh, then we are, uh, uh, back to, back to Pete's, uh, sort of acclimating, uh, uh, to this, to this new, newfound life and, 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 uh, people who look like him, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's settling in with, with, uh, with Grace's, uh, uh, family, which good on you, 2016 Pete's dragon for, 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 for giving us a blended family, uh, just, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, uh, and not making a big deal. Out of yeah. It. Yeah. It's like, Hey, yeah, I, he has a kid from a previous, whatever the fuck, you know, and it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And, and they never talk about it. It's just the given circumstances of this family. And I, and I, and I think more, more, more kids and family movies need to do that. 
Um, so yeah, the, 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 we, we, we've had our, we've had our fair share of the nuclear family in these movies. So I, I, I appreciated that aspect. And then we have sort of Pete getting, uh, uh, him and, and Natalie are, are kind of forming a, a bond and stuff. And, uh, and, uh, uh, they're drawing pictures and stuff and Pete's telling Natalie about Elliot and, uh, and how like I have Elliot and, and cause everyone, everyone's, everyone's super concerned. They're like, man, Pete, how the fuck are you still alive, dude? Like, where did you come from? You know, what have you been doing? And he keeps talking about Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. And then he draws a picture of, of, of Elliot, which, uh, 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 Grace ends up, ends up seeing. And then that triggers her. And we don't know to exactly what, but you know, smart audience members put two and two together. Oh, she's going to go take that to her daddy. Um, mm-hmm. Elliot is still trying to look, look for Pete. Um, and, and, and he's and I, following Gavin through yeah. like the, the town. And, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then we have this, there's a lot of Elliot in this movie, which, which, which I, which I, I, I appreciate. And is this a scene TJ? I don't think it is. I think it happens later, but there's a scene where, um, that just, that just crushed me, but it's where Jack, uh, the good brother is, is reading the, the book to them. And Elliot, yeah, this is like, it. Yeah. This Elliot, is it. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, so they, so, uh, Elliot is flying around following Gavin. Gavin eventually goes to Jack's house with 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 Grace there and Natalie and Pete. And he says, "Jack, you got to come with me. There's a dragon." And Jack is like, "There's no such thing as dragons, you know." And and Gavin's like, "No, you have to believe me. I'm telling you the truth in this." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, "Nope, that's that's it's not true. Um, uh, this was right. Uh, yeah." And then. That's when they decide to go ahead and read the Elliot Gets Lost book because Natalie has a copy of the book as well. Um, right. And Elliot just saw Gavin there. So he's like, okay, this must be like, because Elliot's smart as hell. He's like, oh, this must be where, where Pete is. And he can hear the name Elliot being said over and over as they read this book. And so he peers into the window. He sees them all kind of cuddled close together reading the book. And uh, Pete stops and says, wait, this isn't how I tell the story. And Jack says, do you want me to stop? Mm. He's like, no, I like it this way. And there's, you know, there's the, oh, um, you know, the Elliot was right where he, uh, or like they were right where they were, but they belong. And Elliot felt like, oh, these are his people. Yeah. I need to, I need to let him go. And yeah, that was heartbreaking. It was man. And, and, and they did. I'm always, I'm always amazed when a movie can make me feel for a CG character based on its uh, facial expressions, mm-hmm. especially when that face ain't human. Um, and, and they do. And especially when that face that ain't human, we're only getting, mainly an eye because we're watching his expression through the window. Um, yeah, the scene was just, was, 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 was really heartbreaking for me. Um, and just, and, 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 and super sweet and, and introduces, uh, 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 actually, I mean, maybe not introduces, I mean, you probably dig deeper and find it earlier, but, but cements the idea that these two characters aren't supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which which I thought was was bold uh, for a for a family movie uh, uh, to do. Um, so yeah, so so Grace uh, inspired by that drawing. Um, the next big moment we have her going to her dad's and and saying, "Hey man, this is what this little kid drew." Talking about 
Elliot and stuff, and it reminds me of, and then uh, Robert Redford being Robert Redford doesn't let Bryce Dallas Howard finish her sentence and <laughs> shows, her, <laughs> shows her a drawing that I guess he did when he was a kid. That looks way better than Pete's. Um, or no, no, no. Oh, it's yeah. a drawing he did. It's a drawing, but he did it as an adult. Sorry, he did it not when he was a kid. Sorry, it was when when she was a kid. Um, uh, and and because he saw the same uh, uh, dragon and stuff, and and so Bryce Dallas Howard's like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Maybe, 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 maybe there is things. But she's like, no. Again, she's like, I know those. I know those forests or the. I know those woods like the back of my hand. And and you know, I've never seen a dragon. And then he says, yeah, but you never seen a boy either. And it's like, mic drop. Okay, cool. We're going to go. You know what I mean? And, How'd you feel about his, out. like, oh, I felt magic when I saw that monologue. I was like, I could have done better. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 felt, I felt a lot. I, I wonder if Robert Redford wrote his own lines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't. There, there was. It just felt was, like out of place. Yeah, it did. I, I, I felt. I felt a level of detachment with Robert Redford's character that I didn't, everyone else was so fully realized and almost mm-hmm. everything he said was, he, it's almost like, and again, I'm not trying to talk shit on, on the actor. I'm not trying to whatever, but I just felt like almost like, 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 like think of like, like, like Marlon Brando's later movies. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where, where mm-hmm. he's like, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? I'm Marlon Brand. I'm not. You know, I'm. I don't know. I really, I really felt that with with him, and that's honestly one of my one of my you know, criticisms. You know what it felt movie. like to me? What it felt like that scene was a pickup. Maybe, maybe like like because like, oh, you know, need to, because the rest of the movie, like when he's in it, like he actually feels like engaged. And then that movie is like, oh yeah, they called me in to do this monologue. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I I liked. I liked his character later on whenever he was like fully integrated into what was going on. Mm-hmm. But all this stuff, and I don't know, maybe maybe they, they only had so much time because the movie does run uh, pretty short. It's like an hour and, 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 and 45. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's um, I don't know. I just, I, I got, I got some issues with his, with his character. And I don't know if they were trying to do, the same thing with his character I did with Mickey Rooney's. I, I, I don't know. Kind of like the, the, the older character who's like the recognizable actor who believes in the dragon and befriends the, I, I don't know. right. Like, yeah. And, and part of me wondered if he just didn't represent like the old ideals of the town. Right. Like, I don't right. know. I don't know. Right. There's, there's questions there to be had, but I mean, and this was the only moment when I was all like, meh, uh, and, but I also felt like it was more of a moment just to have Grace just right. act because like her listening to him was what was engaging about that scene. Like Bryce Dallas Howard delivers, she does in a way she that does. is like stupid. Like it's right. so good. <laughs> no, she totally does. Uh, and I've always so does the girl I, playing uh, Natalie uh, Una Lawrence. Oh, she's so good. Too. Yeah, I think what what else is she from, man? I've, I've I've seen her in something else. I can't can't I can't quite remember um, what what else she's been in. But she she looks familiar to me. I thought everybody did did you know for the most part, except with the exception of, of Robert Redford here and there, uh, did a did a really good job, man. Um, I've always liked Bryce Dallas Howard. Was she was she pregnant when they were filming this? I don't know. Huh. 
I don't know. No. Um, not that that matters. I just just a just an interesting bit of trivia that that I was wondering. Uh, so anyway, they they end up uh, uh, going to the to the woods. Um, and you know where I have seen Una Lawrence, and you're gonna. Where? This is a total nerd out. I saw her on the Tonys because she played Matilda in Matilda the Musical. Oh, did she really? Yep, and she okay. won. Okay. Nice. Well, good for you. Uh, She's Una. so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they end up going to uh, uh, the forest, and they're like, "All right, you know, Pete, talk talk all this talk all this shit about this dragon. Go go go, show us a dragon, you know." Um, and uh, uh, and he does. Bowl, yeah, they do. <laughs> they 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 see a dragon, uh, and it's 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 everybody. It's it, it's uh, it's it's Pete, of course. Uh, we have uh, uh, Grace, uh, uh, Beecham, and, and Natalie, uh, and they all they they see this dragon, and, and Jack find are... Jack comes up too. No, wait, yeah. Meacham. Me- Jack comes later, but Meacham. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He Jack comes later because then because then Gavin comes. Gavin case. fucks everything up. Uh, uh, and this is where we have uh, this is our, our second uh, introduction of, of of guns, but the, don't worry, they're 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 trank guns. And again, I think I think it's they good established that, that by seeing by showing the trank hit uh, yeah, Elliot first. Yeah. So you like, and, yeah, yeah, and it's a big old trank cartoony looking dart, looking like come out of straight out of Roger Rabbit, but like you know, like uh, uh, obviously, obviously, like a like a real prop and stuff. But yeah, it's like okay, that's clearly a, a dart, and we see Elliot kind of whatever. And there's this moment where Pete and Elliot. At, at separate occasions in this scene, both like like I, Pete looks at uh, uh, Grace and Meacham and Natalie like you set this up, mm-hmm. and then Elliot looks at Pete kind like of you in the set same this up. way. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! You know, like this is this is like layered uh, uh, emotion here that that. I, I and again, I don't think this is anything that, that the younger audience is going to get. Nor sh- I mean, you don't have to get this to understand the story and to appreciate the story. But I think this is that kind of stuff that we talk about, TJ. This like deeper, you know, these these deeper contexts that that these movies can uh, uh, utilize non-verbally to give the adults in the room like an added level of of appreciation, you know, and something to mm-hmm. dig a little bit deeper into. Um, yeah, and, and, and Pete keeps telling, and, and anyway, so they're, they're, they're tranking the shit out of Elliot, just dart after dart after dart. And, uh, and, uh, 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 Pete's telling Elliot to fly, fly. And they, they start putting like a, like ropes on them and stuff. The tree ends up getting destroyed throughout this gets, ends up getting pulled down and Elliot takes to the sky. Uh, and then the tranks kick in. Yeah, the tranks kick in, and he comes. He comes. He comes crashing down, um, and he gets roped and and put on the back of a of a semi, and and taken into taken into town uh, with with Gavin. You know the 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 <laughs> his swinging dick just being like hey i'm the guy who caught a dragon which also you know? i was like i want to punch you in all your face yeah 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 he, he was very much like uh yeah mm-hmm. everybody come see the dragon i caught because yeah, I, did I, know, it alone. I know and he has this line where they, they get back to the lumber yard because they're gonna lock elliot up in a warehouse they get back to the lumber yard 
and Gav is looking around and everybody and 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 he's like, "What's the matter? Ain't y'all never seen a dragon before?" It's like, "No, motherfucker, yeah, no, up. they yeah. haven't. They haven't. You know, like nobody's seen. Just yeah, shut the fuck up. No one's seen a dragon." You know, um, Gavin, man, he just reminds me of so many, so many cats I went to school with growing up. Just like the, I, we used to hang out in the parking lot and everyone would have like their, their trucks running. And like some of them even had like, you know, the hood open and like the engines exposed and they're sitting there with their, you know, smoking cigarettes and like, you know, hanging out and like just who has the bigger engine. He just, he just reminds me of that of that of that person so i mean i will say that you know carl urban did a good job of bringing that type of character uh to life in this particular uh, well i don't envy your school experience then yeah no no you probably shouldn't um but yeah so uh uh katie high school represent uh yeah so uh we then (laughs) we then have uh uh the 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 law gets called and not just one, not just two. Looks like the whole goddamn precinct That's the entire of police force. Yeah, the entire they're police force. they're coming down, and the sheriff gets out, and he's like, "We got a call about some shit that that you know." So Gavin called him to go uh, to come and inspect the dragon, but but he also he like he won't he won't he's being cagey, and he kind of he kind of stopped Gavin kind of stops all the cops at the door because they have Elliot locked in this little warehouse. Uh, and and he's like, hey man, just let you know, this is I'm mine. The, yeah, I'm the motherfucker who got it. You know, all these sorts of sorts of things. And they're the like, sheriff, we don't care. Yeah, the sheriff has to look like motherfucker, move. You're like, let me look at, at what you what you got stuff. But in Gavin's uh, hot headedness and sort of a conceit, uh, uh, he ends up buying uh, Elliot some time, and 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 that time comes in the form of of of, of Pete and Natalie breaking in there. Uh, and, uh, and cause that, cause remember Elliot can turn himself invisible. Uh, mm-hmm. and this whole time he had, he had, he hadn't done that, or at least in, in this, in this, uh, 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 instance. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, come on, man. So Elliot and, or sorry, Pete and Natalie are trying to get Elliot out of the, out of his bindings and stuff out the back of this semi. And, uh, and, and he's just, he's, he's too drugged up, man. It's, it's like a goddamn opium den in there. And, uh, yeah. and, 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 uh, he was, was like me that dog. Thursday. He was like me that first Thursday I was at your house. Yeah, just <laughs> just hanging out in a kiddie pool, just singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" and then not not. Did not, I really sing "Twinkle Twinkle, twinkle Little Star"? I don't remember. I'm just gonna go ahead and say you did. Uh, yeah, that makes so, me so sad. So, so they so they end up they end up uh, uh, going uh, in into the into the thing anyway, and um, you know taking. Uh, 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 is not there, and and we're you know they're like what the fuck happened, and we see in the warehouse right that there's this big old cutout, and I'm like oh Gavin's like he he must have flown out of there because he has wings and I know how dragons work, uh, but it turns out that 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 Pete and uh, and uh, um, Natalie just got him uh, to uh, to turn invisible. So uh, and then every, of course everyone departs the 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 the, the Excuse me, the lumber yard and all all that kind of stuff, and um, and yeah, they are uh, uh, they're they're free and clear, and they're getting into uh, the truck, and um, lo and behold, uh, Mister Meacham uh, comes in because uh, because Natalie's ready to bolt, she's ready to gone a second her ass out of there with this 
uh, uh, dragon and everything. And, and Meacham comes in. He's like, hey, girl, your feet don't even reach the pedal. Scoot over. Uh, and uh, and Pete, understandably so, is very. Um, he's like, no, should we trust yeah, him? Yeah. And and Meacham just really, really earnestly. And this is the moment where I was like, OK, cool. This character can stay because uh, he's 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 like, look, man, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt you. I want to help. I'm not going to hurt your dragon. I want to help him or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it was this exchange that I felt that Robert Redford was connected most with the material. And this is when the chase scene that I want to see in a theme park ride happens. Oh, perfect. So so how does this how does this chase scene go? Why don't you why don't you regale us? Yeah, so Robert Redford, he takes that semi, he pumps it forward. They ram through the barn, right? And then at that point, everyone's like, oh, my God, we have to chase him, right? We have to get him. And so they start this 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 uh, this caravan down the highway mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with, with Elliot on the back of the semi and the, pol- the entire police force following. And then Gavin swerving around them in his truck because he's a jackass. And like, <laughs> and all that, and so that's happening. Uh, uh, some uh, Pete tries to like, um, Elliot tries to get up, but then he falls back down, and then he like cuts the brake cord on the the hydraulic brake cord on the semi, which I thought was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. at one point in time, uh, Gavin he pulls in front of uh, the semi. He's like, "Stop!" And you know, Meacham's like, "You know, over your dead body," and so. Gavin speeds up uh, to this bridge and he sits there and he parks his truck and he's like, he's going to stop. Watch Meacham's going to stop. And Meacham was going to stop, but he doesn't know mm-hmm. that the that the brakes are cut. And so the car rams through Gavin's truck. Gavin's truck falls over the bridge and they get across the bridge. As they get across the bridge, the semi dies. And then Elliot at this point is like, nah, fuck the bullshit. It's time to go. It's time to throw down. So he mm-hmm. jumps up. And I thought that this was a really, really great moment because at the very beginning of the movie, Meacham leaves this hint that, like, yeah, I saw this dragon breathe fire. And he, we think it's just, like, a scare tactic for the kids, right? Right. But then this is the only time that Elliot breathes fire, and his fire is so hot that he starts melting the asphalt on the bridge and destroying. I was like, mm-hmm. bruh, bruh. No, like, he should have fried Gavin's ass in the first <clears throat> place. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, but this is also like, uh, um, you know, Grace and Jack are, are caught in this. And this is when Gavin's all like, oh no, I put my family in danger. Let me try to save them. But Gavin can't mm-hmm. save them. And then, like, yeah. and then this is the moment that made me tear up is because what Natalie and Peter begging Elliot, please stop, stop, don't hurt them, don't hurt them, please stop. And then as Elliot, is breathing the fire. Pete's climbing up the bridge and he says, Elliot, I need them. Don't do this. I need mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, my heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then what well, Elliot stops, but he doesn't stop in time. Like, so he lifts the truck back up. They're trying to get out, but then the whole bridge collapsed with Elliot and grace and everyone on it. And this was the part where I was like, yeah, this would make a bomb ride because mm-hmm. the next thing that happens is of course, Elliot's flying again with grace and jack on his back and i was like that yeah see that's the climax of the ride yeah as you soaring on the back of this dragon mm-hmm. uh and absolutely and, and and poor jack right he's like motherfucker my life was normal like two days ago now right. i'm on the back of this fucking drag like um, from this kid that grace decided to to bring home yeah but, uh, what I, what i love about this 
moment um and this this whole and 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 the the fire breathing specifically is that it just it in in a way that it the movie doesn't even need to state it right it doesn't tell it it shows it where like Elliot is clearly capable of doing this mm-hmm. but just because he can don't mean he should and he mm-hmm. he only does it when he absolutely has to um and I just it it elevates I think the character the the character of Elliot is so charming, and there's so many I think moments like that TJ that that I think with with rewatches you can catch some sort of like you know ticks just a little nonverbal kind of stuff that I'd I'd, I'd be interested to to check out again, um, but I will say that there there are five five things with this particular scene that I want to break down. Okay. Uh, and those five things are, of course, bah, bah, bah. welcome oh, everybody no. to, to TJ knows movies or does he? Our game show within a podcast. I have five questions here, five questions for you, sir. We're going to see if today you, in fact, know movies. Question number one: What <laughs> what was the name of the sequel to Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids again. Or is it Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? Ding, ding, ding. that's Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Nope, you're right. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids is the sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. The third one, I think, is called Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Then there's one where they blew up a baby where the baby got big. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that's just that's just what this card says. Time to blow up the kids. So ding ding, you are you are correct, sir. One question right. Four questions to go. Question number two. In what year? Oh wait, no, that's not it. Uh, question number two. What U.S. state does Sandra Bullock's character represent in the Miss United States pageant and Miss Congeniality? Ooh, Maryland. Uh, kind of, sort of close. That would be New Jersey. Oh, okay. New- that makes New sense. New Jersey. Question number three. Which 1995 film stars Ice Cube and Chris Tucker? Oh, Friday. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Question number four. Corey Feldman, Josh Brolin, and Sean Astin all star in which 1985 film? 19. Oh. <sighs> Can I get a hint? Uh, hey, you guys. <laughs> that did nothing for me. It has a character named Sloth in it who said what I just said. Um, 1985? Yeah. Kids Goonies? going on. There you go. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. I'm going to count that. And question number five, final question. In what film does Robin Williams play a South Beach drag club owner? Oh, The Birdcage. Ding, ding, ding. Very good, sir. With four out of the five questions correct, no, you. Oh, which one did I miss? No movies. Uh, oh, no, that's miss, right. The, that's the miscongeniality. Yeah, yeah. You right. know movies today. Catch us back next week where we find out if he still knows movies. Thank you. All right. So back to this one. Uh, yeah. So, um, so there, there's one moment in here, TJ, in, in this chase. Uh, uh, sorry, birds on, birds on lion. Uh, there's one moment in this chase. <laughs> okay, TJ, at Moody Gardens. Go yeah, ahead. Where uh, Gavin sort of realizes that he's fucked up, right? And and he goes and he tries to rectify, tries to save you know his brother and stuff. And this is where I I talk about how Gavin is is kind of the villain, like he he's. He's cartoony in a way. He's, he's so is he not the villain to you so, because he actually tries to save people? 
he's here's the thing. No, no, he's st- he's still the villain. He's still the villain. But this this movie made me think of a of a of a of a of a you know popular trend now in these you know modern kids and family movies where we're kind of I just I I, I not in all instances, but I do kind of miss like that kids movie villain you know that clear um, cut this is bad yeah and 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 i'm kind of torn between that because on the one hand i appreciate the uh uh elevated storytelling you know what i mean uh, uh moments that having characters aren't so clear cut allows and i'm talking kids movies specifically okay so mm-hmm. i'm not talking about ee i'm not even talking about marvel movies i'm just talking about like kids movies specifically um I, I, I miss, you know what I mean? Like that, like those, those Disney villains, those who were great characters, right. Who, who got their comeuppance, who, you know what I mean? Like, like went whole hog into it. And Gavin kind of does that. There's like a touch of Gaston, you know what I mean? in Gavin's character. Um, but I think they could have gone even further with that and still allowed his character to, to feel realistic in this in this world, I think you're right, and I think that I think that the thing that would have made him continuously evil, right, is mm-hmm. if like I, th- I think that there's two things. One, if they had if they had leaned on that environmental thing, and like we had gotten more picture of like how Gavin feels about cutting that deep in the forest, and all, although he he mentions it like I need something in my bro- you know this is my brother's mill, and I need something. Um, but in my head the whole entire time I was like if he had like stopped paying attention to what's happening with Grace and Jack and still trying to capture the dragon again that's when I would have been like god you're a jackass right right yeah like I I still think and, and, and I think this moment still could have happened you know where he kind of I don't even necessarily say I don't even want to say he redeems himself he just no, has he a doesn't. moment of reflection. He's like, oh, shit, I fucked up, you know, because of my actions are now potentially bringing about, you know, I mean, the demise of, of, of my brother and his lady and, and, and my truck's all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, look at look at what I've done. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. And I honestly, I would have liked to have seen maybe the sheriff come back and arrest his ass or something, something you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there seemed to be no consequences to the fact that he was a douche. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just it, it, this movie specifically because I, I I've I've been noticing it. You know, I'm talking about in these in these kids movies and stuff where we have like kind of like a like a half cocked villain, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and I kind of I kind of miss the because you know. It's, I mean, it's 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 funny. We just had a trivia question about the Goonies, but I mean, no, the Goonies was '85, so that was a year before I was born. Goonies was before my time, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember watching the Goonies for the first time at like a Christmas uh, get together at my family's house because one of my older cousins was, was really into it, uh, and and I remember watching. And I was like, I don't. I, again, I'm not trying to talk shit on Goonies. I'm not trying, but like that was for that generation. We have the movies for our generation. You know, and, and, and our our kids and, and, you know, stuff like that, they have the movies for their generation. And I just I, I, I hope that like they get like what's their equivalent of a scar? What's their equivalent mm. of, a, of a frollo? You know what I mean? What's their equivalent of a, of a Maleficent? You know what I mean? Like, why do we got to redo these villains and these remakes for them to have their own versions? 
um, I just miss that, man. Because uh, we got we we were kind of spoiled, you know. What I mean, growing up when we did, you know, we we have we we got some of the best villains in these movies. Um, you are I just think correct. I just I, I I hope that 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 you know the future generations can can say the same. I I don't I don't want my kids looking at the movies I grew up with being like, oh, those are better because mm. by definitions of, of, and rules of storytelling, they shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like, cause storytelling right. evolves and, and all these other sorts of things. So yeah, I don't know. This movie just kind of got me, <laughs> got me deep thinking with that shit. Yeah. And um, I think, but I, I think <laughs> that the thing is that, um, we, by not having those clear cut villains that we, we, we also, negate the one of the basic principles of like allegorical storytelling right you don't that they don't have a character that represents like this big bad idea that we can point to and say look this character thought that it was the right way and they still met their demise or they didn't get x y and z and stuff like that right right and i think that that is while i'm all for mostly complex movies i think that there does need to still be room for the movies where Scar's uh, Scar's downfall was the fact that he was greedy, and it's like greed never wins, right? Right. And and right. and so like we can't. There's nothing we can point to that is a new movie, at least not that mm-hmm. I can think of that we can say like this didn't work because of this thing, right? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the the only thing I can think of is like Scoob, and then even then, Snidely Whiplash got away. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You make a, val- a valid point. Like you can have super three D protagonists, but you know what? It's okay if you give us like somebody who's just like hell bent on destroying the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I th- I, th- I think I think it was the, the same movies... thing we talked about with with um with Adam's family. Like there was a cop out at the end, almost. Yeah, true, true. And then I think you know the, the, the like that movie in particular kind of suffered for it. You know, Stargirl. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not saying that like, you know, every single movie. You know what I mean? Has to like you. You, but then again, just because you've proven you can make these complex, layered, uh, poignant, powerful movies that don't really have that clear cut villain character, just because you've proven you can do that, doesn't mean you have to do it every single time. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't know how much of that TJ is like you know studios. Uh, uh, sort of uh, 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 competing, or, or even even when it's from the same studio, you know what I mean? Like Disney probably has this this this, this mantra, this 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 thought process where like every movie we release has got to be a banger. You know what I mean? We every single movie has to be on par with the shit that came before, it and sh- and, you know, stuff like that. I, I don't know, but but I, I do miss that that character you just fucking love to hate. You know what I mean? Um, and th- 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 those are arguably the, the 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 more fun characters, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, 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 with all that with all that said, uh, uh, after this after this big old chase, this this helicopter, which I guess is a firefighting helicopter. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like, think so because there's no other reason why that helicopter would be there. Yeah, it's like this helicopter comes up with this big old 
fucking dongle thing hanging from. I'm like, what? I don't know what the fuck that is, but it don't look good. Elliot thinks the same thing, and they and they 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 get off. Uh, Pete gets on Elliot's back, and they fly back into the woods and stuff. And then we have we have the 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 inevitable, uh, but still uh, uh, a heartbreaking uh, goodbye scene uh, between between Pete and Elliot, which which again. Um, I thought was, 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 I'm just going to say, man, I thought it was masterfully done. Um, there's, there's so much that is spoken between these two characters, uh, with very, very minimal dialogue. Um, and it's almost like, like Elliot realizes like the best way for me to protect you is to leave you with, 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 with those people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and I just, and it was a, it was like a moment of, of recollection of, of Elliot, uh, uh, you know, hearing, uh, the story from the children's book, uh, in, in, in that way that, that we talked about whenever he's listening in on, on Jack telling it, uh, him, him realizing sort of what's happening. So it's, it's a moment of, of maturity of growth for Elliot, um, that, uh, was just on a, on another level, man. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really, you know, get too, but all the movies we've watched, I mean, I haven't like, you know, cried or like, you know, whatever. I'm like too many occasions, but this one really kind of, this sequence really kind of, kind of, kind of did something to me, man. Um, just because of, of, of how powerful it was and how, um, how visual and how nonverbal it, it was um, in, in communicating these ideas. Um, mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was great. Uh, sad but i thought I, th- I, I thought it was great and the fact that no one had to die for me no one to, had to die you're right for me to feel sadness well except for like the parents at the beginning well way. true but i'm saying like in like in this the, you know what i mean like elliot didn't die he was just like dude i gotta go man you know what i mean like you're the more you fuck around with me the more trouble you're in and and to think that to be like I'm protecting you by leaving you, um, what a what a hard thing for that dragon to 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 come to to come to terms with. And the, I think that the best part about it is um, that you know um, Elliot, uh, Elliot and Pete's uh, separate their ways. You know we have a flash forward where. Pete is doing just fine. But the other thing is that they didn't have Elliot just waiting for Pete. Like, yes, the, Pete and Elliot are reunited at the end of the movie for like this really great scene where you just see them like having fun. But the great thing about it was that Elliot was then motivated to go seek out his own kind. And so yeah. like the movie ends with him flying with three other dragons and him being like, yeah, I do need a family and I do need a family yeah. that, that like can be mine in this way. Uh, and I thought that that was really, really, really great. Yeah, and yeah, and, and I loved, I love that ending scene, that little ending visual of of Elliot flying with other dragons. It 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 ends perfectly, you know. Um, it's a tight hour forty five. There's no bullshit in this movie. You know what I mean? There is no bullshit. Yeah, everything's really lean, um, uh, and and all that. So yeah, that's that that that's that's essentially Pete's dragon. Um, you know, I, I don't, let's go ahead and, 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 uh, would you, I want to ask you, TJ, would you watch this again of your own? Accord? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. I would too. I would too. I would watch this even without my kids again. Um, 
I highly recommend this, uh, uh, parents. Um, I'm going to go ahead and so, so, so my mom, uh, uh, knew about the, the original Pete's dragon. Uh, and she's the one who bought me cause you know, parents fucking bought us everything when we were kids, but she's <laughs> the one who, who bought me the, the, the Pete's dragon VHS, you know, like, like yours did you. Uh, and, and she would watch it with me sometimes, you know, cause it was a movie that she knew from her childhood and stuff. Uh, even though both are available on, um, on Disney plus. So both are easily accessible parents. I'm going to say do this one instead of the 77. one. I agree. Um, show this one to your kids first. Uh, yeah, the dragon isn't as cartoony, uh, but it's world's more charming. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a great movie. There's some stuff in there for you as well. Uh, before we get to our final ratings, TJ, this is the question that I, that, that I had for you, you know, so this now comes, this is a long line now of, um, you know, Disney remakes and stuff. Just as I asked you where Elliot, the dragon fell on your list of, of dragons, where, where does this one fall in your list of, of Disney remakes? Oh wow! Well, see, that's a really hard question because I have—I didn't see the Lion King because I heard it was terrible. I just uh, thought the Lion King was unnecessary. Well, yeah, that was yeah. another reason why yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, that and I've, to be honest with you, I've been kind of spoiled on the Lion King since the the Broadway show, which I just think tells the story in such a stylistic way that I always miss it mm-hmm. when I watch the Lion King. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen Aladdin. Uh, Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast, I thought was okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, Jungle Book. I thought was I thought Jungle Book was good, but I still think Pete's Dragon. It's Pete's Dragon. It's in my head right now from the ones I've seen. It's Pete's Dragon, <laughs> then the Jungle Book, then uh, Beauty and the Beast, which is like far down there. I'm pretty sure that the second I watch Aladdin, it's gonna jump over mm-hmm. uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Cool. What about you? Um, yeah, uh, you know, there've, there've been, there've, there've been some, 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 some hits and some misses, you know what I mean? With these, uh, for, we'll just call them live action remakes for the sake of conversation. Uh, I thought, I thought the, the Cinderella live action remake was, 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 you know, pretty okay. Uh, directed by I Kenneth I forgot Bernard. about that one. See, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Either. Directed by Kenneth Bernard. It, it, it just had a, it just had like a, like a classic movie feel to it, which I appreciated. But then I'm like, okay, then you start getting in this realm of who's this movie for, you know what I mean? Like, what? No kids are gonna want to fuck around with this Cinderella. They're gonna watch the other one. You know, mm-hmm. or even like Ever After Drew Barrymore. You know what I mean? Hits hits harder than than this one does. Uh, uh, the Aladdin one was 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 you know was 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 pretty good. I thought Beauty and the Beast was was good. Um, the Lion King remake, like I said, I just thought that was that was unnecessary. You know, um, all that money and all that. You know, just to sort of redo. You know, bit for bit. But in like a realistic way, the Lion King, I just, I just didn't, it, it didn't really click with me. Um, uh, this, this, this is my favorite. Uh, I, th- I think out of all, and I think the only one I haven't seen was the Maleficent sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I, I, I honestly, for me, it goes, it goes Pete's Dragon, uh, Maleficent, because I really liked what they did with that character and with that universe. Um, I've heard that the that the original is good and that the sequel is just like unnecessary. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen the sequel, so I I, I kind of heard the same thing about it. And then and then and then and then probably uh, a tie between Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. 
I thought I thought both of those were serviceable. You know what I mean? Kind of mm-hmm. did did their thing, brought some new things to the table. But you know, uh, the new things to the table I appreciate because it wasn't like the Lion King where it's like okay, this is like the exact same. Do you know what I mean? Uh, story just a lot less colorful. Um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think this is my favorite. This this did this did it made the changes they needed to make. I think you know, they made some smart decisions getting rid of the uh, of the songs that you yourself proved were kind of unmemorable. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, we talk a lot about these movie musicals and stuff, and about how you know there there are some who have like a few songs and some that have like a lot. And I can't remember the the number of songs. I I, I think it's less about the quantity and more about the quality of, of the songs. You know what I mean? Like there could be a musical, a movie musical that has three songs in it. But if every three, if, if those three songs are on the caliber of, I just can't wait to be King part of your world and be our guest. Well, that's all you fucking then, need. Yeah, right. You know? Um, uh, but yeah. So getting rid of the songs, uh, uh, super tight, uh, hour 45, uh, uh, the, the, the effects are amazing. The visuals are beautiful. Um. Yeah, just a really and 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 Elliot, Elliot Man is where it's at, and you get a lot of Elliot in this movie, uh, which I was surprised with how much Elliot we got. Um. So yeah, uh, I I would give this uh I would give this um uh I don't know, fifth you know, eight eight eighteen uh disenfranchised Robert Redford out of <laughs> out of twenty. You know, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's high up for me and, and definitely worth, worth multiple rewatches, to be honest. I mean, I, yeah. I think, I think this is something that's going to be in the rotation for a while. Yeah. I, and I would rate this, uh, 27 Bryce Howard tears out of 30. <laughs> she cries a lot in this movie, but yeah, she you does. know, she does. She does. <laughs> but you know what the thing is, it's like, it's never like sobby, sobby. It's, it's like that real, like, oh no, I wish I wasn't crying. So to cry. So mm, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this was this was a banger. Yeah, it was, and it's one of those gems of a movie, man. That were like, even though, I th- man, we've I th- watched some duds. Yeah, so, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one of those gems, and we were like, even though I, th- I think it did well enough to warrant a sequel, it doesn't need one, and I hope it never gets one. It's just it, it's perfect as it is. You right. know, I don't need to see a bunch of different Elliots fucking around. You know, um, which is probably where the sequel would go if they made one. Um, you know. Uh, I, I think How to Train Your Dragon, I think that franchise does a good job of of giving us a world with a bunch of dragons in it. Um, and I don't think anything else needs to try to step into that territory. I agree. And plus, so, you know, How to Train Your Dragon was definitely set up for us. And I felt like this just like wrapped it up nicely, mm-hmm. did the job it was supposed to do. And then like it just, you know, did the thing. Yeah, that's it. Same. All right. Well, that 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 does it for me, man. Um, you got Same anything here. else, TJ, about this movie? No, just that it was great, and I'm glad yeah. that that you uh, that you picked this one this week. Mm-hmm. Me too, man. You know, I also also like I lost my my picking privileges for a minute, so <laughs> just I know that's yeah. true. Just for a second, just for a second, uh, you're all right, Star Girl. Don't worry about it. Um, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. We were talking about Kim. So uh, our Kim and I, our first movie was A Star Is Born. Uh, mm-hmm. and the movie we watched the day we got engaged was Midsummer. So we were talking, we were like, man, well, those are important movies. Says, What's the movie we saw after we got married? Oh, fucking Star Girl. <laughs> so, My fault. <laughs> now you're good. My you're bad. Good. You're good. All right. Well, that's it.
That's it. That's it. So as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Please go ahead, drop us a rating, you know, five stars, four stars, three below. Keep it to yourselves. Still trying to live our best lives in these COVID times. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you shoot us an email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. Please leave us a voicemail at the link below in the show notes. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Engage with us. Uh, if you all haven't been following our Facebook, y'all are missing some bomb content. Uh, and uh, we hope that you catch up, you know, that you that you, that you you get down with the get down. Um, mm-hmm. But above all else, you know, be good to each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. Stay the crispiest. You and we, I mean? will, we, will, we will see you here. We won't see you because we can't see you. We we will be here next week for you the way that we always are. So keep that in mind. We're consistent. You be consistent too. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I like that. I'm, like, I'm going to tell it to my kids. I'm consistent. You be consistent. <laughs> well, look, I'm not trying to get – look. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that to them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jordan's children. I'm sorry that I, that I I put that in his mind. They're like they're like they're like Dad. What's consistent? What you're not being? <laughs> oh, so sad. So clean your room. So much pain. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all, and uh, catch you on the next one. Yep. 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 All right. Well, let me. How, how are you going to hate on my boy Falcor? How do you mean? How I'm going to hate? How the how like come on dude that, like he's 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 he looks adorable. like a chimera all right he's fucking adorable hey no he it, looks like he looks like an abomination I mean he kind of but it's, he's like a mutt he's like a mutt dragon they call him a don't luck dragon. I want no, I, dragon I want my luck dragon to be purebred all right I don't need this I don't <laughs> damn Falco like, for a luck dragon you got unlucky didn't you? I, yeah I mean like. <laughs> Took the freaking ugly stick, hit himself over the head, and then has the nerve to fly around and be like, I bring you good luck. No, you don't. You save no one. People die in this movie because. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions Podcast Network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.